welcome to A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Monday. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. That's where you go for the best in customer service for nearly 40 years in the industry. John Barker's Two Rivers Ford out in Mount Juliet or online at Two Rivers Ford. We come to you live, of course, from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios, the best in the business when it comes to America's top downloaded sportsbook app. They've got a big promotion running for the big game this weekend. I'll tell you more about it later on in the show. But in the meantime, you can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and get started ahead of time with the promo code A-T-O-Z Sports. That's A to Z Sports, courtesy of DraftKings Sportsbook. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage is where you go for your sat, excuse me, for your dream address without the stress at GaryAshton.com, just as I did. My beautiful home, my three-bedroom home in downtown Nashville, courtesy of the official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, and A to Z Sports Prime Time. And you know that you can trust no one more with your satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs than the people right below me. Tennessee Heating and Cooling. That's 10HC.com, T-E-N-N-H-C.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on each and every one of your HVAC needs. Okay, so Friday in a news dump, uh, the, the Titans put out a statement. I believe Ian Rappaport had the downing news first, but Bowen was going to be released later in a statement. They kept it very close to the vest because they knew what the blowback would be. Understandably so that Todd Downing was going to be promoted to offensive coordinator, but Shane Bowen, who was in part responsible for one of the historically worst defenses on third down, and when it comes to sacks for a playoff team, they came into uh, they came into uh, they came into promotions, both of them, one maybe more deservingly than the other. But we can talk about this because this is something that I've been talking about for weeks. Todd Downing was always the lead internal candidate, which to me, because he was internal, made him the top candidate for the offensive coordinator job. And Shane Bowen on the defensive side, I have very, very long believed and was being regularly told throughout the course of the process, Mike wants to keep Shane in this position, if not promote him. Now, the promotion was not something I could have told you was coming. I thought that that it would be a little harder to justify, but Mike Vrabel told us to kick rocks. So... Tonight, we're going to talk about why Mike Vrabel made these decisions, because I have some insight on this, and we'll discuss it at length. First, I want to know from you guys in the comments on Facebook Live, YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch TV, we'll start with the defense. Who do you blame for the Titans' bad defense last year? Let me know in the comments section. Do you blame Mike Vrabel? Do you blame Shane Bowen? Do you blame the players? You have any number of options to pick from because it was bad across the board, right? There's a, a variety of different things to dissect. I want you guys to tell me in the comments section, though, Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch, whom do you blame most for the bad defense? This is a defense that, while it did stink on third down, historically worst, uh, they were they were tied for the 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 lowest number of sacks for a playoff team accumulated in the regular season with 19. They finished with 19 at the end of the year, and that's because they had an ungodly performance against the Houston Texans where they racked up four in the final game of the year. I want to know who you guys are blaming, though, so I can kind of take this piece by piece. Robert White Stewart 
on Facebook blames the personnel. Brad Duff is going with Vrabel. Tribe Cold Quest says the defensive coordinator, which was Shane Bowen last year for all intents and purposes, and it was, it will be Shane Bowen next year. Too many DC coaches, says Cedric. I'm not sure what you mean. You mean Mike Vrabel is too involved in what's going on? That's a fair point if that's the point you're making. Now and then, says Tribe Cold Quest, yes, indeed. Deborah blames Vrabel. Was he the O line? Excuse me, not the O line. John Bell asks, was he the outside linebackers coach? And we didn't get, uh, you You left me hanging there, John. I'm not sure what you didn't get. But yes, he was also the outside linebackers coach last year. Joseph blames Vrabel for giving the play calling to Bowen. Okay. And Stofi uh, finally blames John Robinson there on Periscope. All all fair criticism. I'm going to tell you who, who to blame. Uh, I'm going to lay out the blame across the board. And then I'll walk you through how they decided on Shane Bowen and why it was always going to be the decision and, and actually, you're going to hear from Shane Bowen in just a second, right after I tell you about the fine folks that provide to you the non-commissioned sales staff when you are going through the car buying experience. Of course, it's our friends at Two Rivers Ford. The new 2021 Ford Bronco, the new 2021 F-150, the new electric Mach-E Mustang, badass vehicles that are available to you, not only to go drive off the lot, you can go test drive all of them. You can go check them out in Mount Juliet. You can go work with the non-commissioned sales staff that makes Two Rivers Ford such a pleasant experience because they're making a paycheck whether they sell you a car or not. It's a very, very critical part of this because you don't want to be under pressure to buy a car if you're just browsing. Go take a test drive. Go customize them online at tworiversford.com. Okay, so let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you hear from Shane Bowen first, and then we'll talk about who I hold accountable and why. It is that they landed on Shane Bowen yet again. But I think across the board, it's about doing your job and being where you're supposed to be. And then you got to make the play when it's your time to make the play. I mean, I don't know when or who it's going to be on every down, but all those guys have to expect it. Um, and then when it's there, they got to be able to make it. So that's Shane Bowen in his last availability before the Ravens playoff game with us about three weeks ago at this point. Feels like uh, an eternity since the season ended, but that's only because I talk every day about football and there hasn't been Titans football played in about three weeks. So the question is, who do you blame? So before I give you my answer, let me kind of walk you through how this decision got made. It was my understanding, uh, and it was uh, the information that I was being given, why I felt comfortable going out on a, not not necessarily going out on a limb, because I wasn't straight up reporting Shane Bowen is going to be the defensive coordinator until they made it official. Um, and really, you know, it's not reporting after it's made official. It's just, you know, confirming the information that I'd been hearing, which I had been sharing with you guys, right? So I've been saying for weeks, prepare yourself for Shane Bowen to be the defensive coordinator. And so the process that Mike Vrabel is looking at, and we've talked about this before, it's who is most qualified to run Mike Vrabel's defense in his opinion. What Mike is telling you, and I know the guys on the morning show talked about this, Mike is telling you and told you several times during the course of the season that he did not place the blame really at the feet of the coaches. Now, this was not a direct, this was not ever directly said. He was not saying, you know, John didn't get me good enough players this year. What are my coaches supposed to do if the players stink? Although several times that was implied. What Mike Vrabel did was he interviewed Really not that many people. He interviewed Terrell Austin. He looked around a couple other places in the league, and he decided that the guy down the hall 
who called the plays last year, was the most capable of doing it again with success, provided that the players are better. That's what this all hinges on. They need a pass rush. They need improved linebacker play. They need to make the defense less complicated, which I have talked to multiple players about, which is why they kept saying publicly in the Zoom availabilities, not privately privately to me, we had more conversations about it, but publicly you'd hear communication, communication, communication. That's a coaching issue. It stops at the feet of the coaches if the players do not know the play calls or are unable to execute them because they are too complex. If you're giving them too much to read, too much to do, they are going to be bogged down. They're going to play slower. They're going to be out of position, which we saw time and time again. But Mike Vrabel said, okay, I would rather have somebody that I know, somebody that I trust, somebody who's been with me for a long time, dating back to Houston, who knows the personnel and can make this defense go I believe that Shane not only deserves another crack at this thing, but we're going to take, we're going to remove all doubt. We're going to make it his defense, and he's going to be the defensive coordinator. Now, what I was hearing behind the scenes is this was always the plan. This was always the plan for Shane Bowen to be the defensive coordinator. This was kind, not that Mike Vrabel wasn't interested in taking outside interviews, which he was, which I think were, were as much for optics as anything else. I think that's the only reason that you heard anything about Terrell Austin is, oh, look, Mike Rabel is considering outside outside people. Maybe he's not stuck in his ways. And it's, you know, whether you want to call it stuck in his ways, stubborn, uh, has courage in his conviction, I suppose, is a, is a more positive spin on this thing. All of those things bore out. And the, tra- the trajectory, though, for Shane Bowen was always going to be from play caller to defensive coordinator. This was always the plan for Mike Vrabel to ramp Shane Bowen up in this way. That's why the graphic says, I told you so, because this was all of the information that I was hearing, over, not over, not only over the course of the offseason, as brief as it's been, but during the, during the regular season as well. I was very, very much saying this early on. This is who Mike Vrabel wants to run his defense, and he is going to have to live, die, and ride with Shane Bowen as a result because if the defense doesn't improve, even even by even incrementally, the blame is going to fall on Mike Vrabel's head. Not as much Shane Bowen. It's going to fall on Mike because they are in a position where they thought that they could improve with the pieces that they had, get new pieces in as it relates to the roster, and that the coaching was sound, which Mike was telling you all year the coaching was sound, and, and so, went so far as to go, and I can't remember after what game it was. It was an away game because I know that I didn't travel. I was sitting in my in my kitchen doing that post-game Zoom. I want to say it was the Bengals, where they lost, the defense looked terrible, and Mike essentially said, I'm paraphrasing, I know it's not the I know it's not the coaching because I'm supervising the coaching. And that's the place where Mike Vrabel is going to live and die this year because he's supervising this. It's his defense, and he's trusting Shane Bowen to run it. I want to take a few more of your comments before I give you my answer here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Yeah, but you still haven't told us. Why, says Scott, I just told you. They were always ramping him up to be the defensive coordinator. Scott, listen, I'm not mad, Scott. I'm just disappointed. Your job is to listen to me. I know that sometimes I take a long time to ramp up, but I want to make sure that you have the entire storyline or the entire timeline before I tell you you what happened. Maybe your attention span is is short. Scott, I hope that's not the case. Maybe I shouldn't blame the short attention span because I work on the internet and hell, my attention span short. I should not be accusing anybody of short attention span because this whole job requires that I be ADD. But I'm telling you, Scott, I literally just told you 
The plan was to ramp him up the entire time. That's how they made the decision. They, they, they went out and looked at other people. They decided, yeah, we don't like the way that these other people would handle it as well as Shane would, and let's just continue on this path. That's literally what I just said to you, Scott. Unless somebody else is telling me that I had holes in the storyline, I don't think that I missed anything, Scott. So I'm sorry that you're impatient. I'm pretty sure I told you. It's on you to listen. Listen better is all I would tell you, Scott. Here on A to Z Sports Primetime uh, from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. Before we continue on and before I give you my answer, I will remind you about the fine folks at DraftKings who have a fantastic promotion going for you ahead of the big game on Sunday, the 55th big game. As a matter of fact, it's this weekend, 55. The game this big deserves a fantastic prize, not just the Lombardi, not just some trophy. To finish off the football season, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. They are giving all of you who choose to play with them and with their app a no-brainer of an offer. To celebrate football's finale, DraftKings Sportsbook is doubling your money if a touchdown is scored in the big game. As if this game wasn't reason enough to party, and, you know, party safely and party socially distanced, of course, with double the cash, you'll be celebrating until next season. All you got to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code A2Z Sports, A-T-O-Z Sports, to get a shot at doubling your money if just one touchdown is scored in Sunday's game. Promo code A to Z Sports to get a shot at doubling your money during Sunday night's season finale only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, Tennessee only. See DraftKings.com slash prediction dash challenge dash DFS for details. Restrictions apply. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789. The fine folks at DraftKings Sportsbook who present our studio, not just for primetime, but for the 615 sessions as well. Great deal going on there. Uh, does Vrabel know he can go outside of his inner circle for hiring, says Helm Donald. Yes, he does. Um, but Mike Vrabel, even in the statement that he put out through Titans PR, right, because they send us all an email release after these things are made official. Excuse me while I take a quick drink. And and what what Mike said, it was it was talking about Todd Downing, who Todd Downing, who we'll spend some time on next. But what it was was, you know, I know that each of these guys is going to add their own wrinkles to things, but that the systems, that the schemes are remaining largely the same, which is something that Mike Vrabel values. Looking a lot like Malarkey and Robisky, if this year doesn't go well, says Jordan Pierce. Uh, this type of promotion doesn't usually happen in other businesses. Hey, you did terrible at your job. You will do great at the same job if I give you the actual title, says Eric North. Yeah, but Eric, they don't think, Mike doesn't think that Shane did a bad job. Mike doesn't think that this was the fault of the coaches. Mike thinks that the players were not good enough to execute the scheme. And maybe some of that's ego because Mike Vrabel is a defensive coach. He knows that this is the way that defensive football has been played. Mike Vrabel has made the Tennessee Titans better each year that they have been here, or that he has been here and his staff has been here, even if they didn't make it back to the AFC title game last year. Winning division, hosting home playoff games, those are big achievements by any stretch of the imagination, not just the Titans, right? But what Mike is telling you is it's not that you did terrible at your job. Here's a promotion. It's, hey, I don't think this was your fault. Here's a promotion. That's the way that Mike is, that's the way that Mike is uh, is is going about this 
in his end of end of year comments when he's saying we need to find players that love football. When he's talking about after I think it was Cincinnati, and I I don't know for a fact, so forgive me if I'm off by a game or two. But after one of the losses where the defense sucked, and there were only so many of them, after one of the losses when the defense sucked, Mike is saying I know that it's not the coaching because I'm supervising the coaching. Mike is telling you that he doesn't think it's the problem because he is there overseeing everything and he doesn't see where the problem is. The problem is the execution. The problem, as the players will tell you, is the communication, which is on the coaching. So Mike's not totally absolved from any guilt or any, uh, any, any, what's the word I'm looking for? Mike, Mike doesn't get off the hook for this, right? There are things that the coaches need to do better as well. Good coaches get bad defenses to improve some. Brable should be fired. Uh, hang on, I lost that comment. Demanding that somebody say that Vrabel uh, should be fired. Uh, we're screwed is what you're saying, says Blake Barnes. No, I don't think that's true. In fact, I'm honestly, I'm more confident in Shane Bowen doing a good, doing a, a better job than I am in Todd Downing. And I'll explain that coming up in just a second. Vrabel should be fired if Shane doesn't come through. That's from King Nat 66 uh, on YouTube. Actually, it's going to be John Robinson who takes the blame because he's letting Mike Vrabel call all the shots. No, Mike doesn't call shots without John's approval. I mean, this is this is as much an admission from John Robinson that the players weren't good enough too. They work in conjunction with one another. This is not a strained relationship. This is not a strained relationship for between the Titans head coach and the Titans GM. The the real answer, the real answer, whom do you blame for the Titans defense sucking out loud? Everybody, everybody across the board, there is nobody who is absolved of blame in all of this. Not one person, not one player, not one scout, not one assistant GM, not one position coach, not the head coach, not the GM. All of these people are involved in why the Titans defense stunk last year. And you can you can disperse your blame how you want by percentages, by fractions, whatever. If you blame Shane Bowen, more than you blame Vic Beasley, fine. If you blame Jonathan Joseph, more than you blame uh, Christian Fulton not being able to get healthy, fine. There are so many reasons why this defense sucked. And it's being pinned squarely on the face of Shane Bowen and Mike Vrabel because those are two faces. Those are easy to identify people. I know that your defense played bad last year. I'm pinning this on you again. When it's not that simple, it never is in football, especially when there's so many pieces involved. This is not to absolve Mike Vrabel. This is not to absolve Shane Bowen. They need to do a better job too. But there are so many different reasons why this defense sucked last year. Not at, not at getting turnovers, which was their saving grace. And that's a good sign because they're running the disguises correctly. They're creating the disruption that they need to get the turnovers. That's a positive. There are positives to be found, even as they are few and far between. But the point being, it's not just soul is placed uh, or excuse me, blame is placed solely on the shoulders of one individual. It's not that at all. Not even two. It's across the board. The players weren't good enough. The GM didn't go find good enough players. The players that he found weren't able to stay healthy and didn't really give a shit much about playing football for the Tennessee Titans, a la, a la Vic Beasley. Uh, Jonathan Joseph should have never seen the field for as many snaps as he did. That's a part of injury. And also the coaches did a poor job getting the defense to be digestible for the players to execute. It's across the board. These African-American coaches, says Titans for Life, 
should uh, refuse these stupid interviews just to give teams uh, check marks. Right. Like he's talking about, he's talking about Terrell Austin, who is an African-American coach. Um, and I, you know, I don't know that that was done for optical purposes just to be saying, Hey, we're interviewing a black, uh, a black assistant coach. Cause Mike Vrabel's never really had a problem, um, with diversity, uh, in, in his staff. Although, you know, he, he does, uh, you know, he does have a tendency to lean on people he knows, which is the, it's the problem across the league. You see the GMs, they made progress this year with the, with the hiring of diverse, uh, of, of, of a diversity of candidates, the coaches. Um, I, I, I don't know what you do. You can't incentivize them anymore. Pretty soon it's going to be, you know, I mean, you're, I, I don't know how, you, I really don't know how you legislate it because to this point, the Rooney rule, it doesn't apply to assistant coaches, but it's just not working the way that it needs to. Uh, if Rabes believes that much, perhaps we should too. We'll see, says Rachel C. And that's the thing that I think, honestly, you guys are, uh, you guys are, uh, looking at this overly pessimistic. Now, this is, again, I am not sitting here defending Mike Vrabel or Shane Bowen or that defense last year. Couldn't be me. Wouldn't be me. I've had too much fun at the expense of that defense to sit here and with 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 an honest, you know, and honestly try and defend it to you. But the thing that I will defend is Mike Vrabel's ability to identify smart coaches. He has not made a bad coordinator hire. He has not, and there's only been, you know, there's a limited sample size, right? He's been here for three years. This will be his fourth. Um, But he has not made a bad coordinator hire outside of what happened with Shane Bowen in the defense last year. I am willing to give him the benefit of the doubt because he's he's sitting out there double middle fingers to all all, all y'all. Not me, you, everybody. Like, like, like the Blues Brothers. Everybody, right? <laughs> he's telling you, I don't give a damn. I know what's best. For this football team, I'm going to stay the course. More often than not, Mike Vrabel's right about those things. And that's not said to to boost his ego. That's not said to defend him. But he has yet to hire a bad coordinator, in my estimation, outside of what happened with Shane last year. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt when it comes to hiring and identifying smart NFL coaches. Uh, Learning plays tough. Listen to you is easy, says Sheila. Well, I appreciate that. I don't know if that's true. Uh, Brad Duff says, I needed that good laugh, Buck. Thank you. You're, you're very welcome. Uh, let's see. Not uh, Man, the season flew by, says Brad Duff. Yeah, it sure did. Double nickel, says 111 Keith. I have no faith either, says King Nat. Well, you know, that's 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 going to be okay. Rex Ryan would have been better, says Drew Leverett on uh, Facebook. Drew, get the, get, get the hell out of here. Rex Ryan is so much better at television than he is at this point. Um, of being an NFL coach. Otherwise, he would have a job again in the NFL. Buck uh, says, Blake Barnes, what do you think J-Rob does with Vrabel if this fails? Well, Mike Vrabel, I I don't think anything's... Mike Vrabel, listen, Mike Vrabel would have a job before he had time. If Mike Vrabel got fired from the Titans, okay? And this is a line from my friend Diana Rossini, who's come on the 615 session. She's, She's an excellent NFL reporter for ESPN. She's very, very tied in. And the line that she gave me, because she talk, she checks in with coaches' agents at the end of every season to kind of say, hey, you know, are are you expecting your client to, to stay employed, basically? Are you expecting your client to get hired in this position? Just kind of take a temperature check at the end of every season and, and gauge where everybody is. And Diana said this year she asked about Mike Vrabel because there's a lot of this stuff that's swirling around, right? At least in, in our media ecosphere. 
And what Diana said, and I'm, maybe I'm not quoting word for word, but you can go back and listen to that podcast if you're so inclined. Um, what Diana told me is that if Mike Vrabel got fired from the Titans, he would not have time to tell his family that he had been fired before he had five other offers. Mike Vrabel is one of the better and more highly regarded coaching uh, coaching NFL head coaches there is. John Robinson is well aware of what he has in Mike Vrabel. John Robinson trusts Mike Vrabel to do his job. Mike Vrabel is going to be tasked with improving this defense. There is no question in my mind that they're going to get better because they can't get much worse. And that leads us to Todd Downing, who has the harder job between Downing or Bowen, because I think there is something to be designed there. But J. Rob, John's not going to do anything with Mike. Um, not not in the next, not in not by next year, certainly. Mike Vrabel's going to be around as the head coach for the Tennessee Titans for some time, uh, unless you know, p- pending, God forbid, a, a scandal or or something happening, you know, something otherworldly that would that would affect. His employment, Mike Vrabel's here to stay. Okay, so you better you better get used to the to the decision making, to whether you want to call it stubbornness, to the, however you want to call what he how he handles his business. Mike Vrabel's going to be your head coach. John Robinson knows what Mike Vrabel is and what Mike Vrabel wants to do. John Robinson is the one encouraging Mike to do things the way that Mike does things. They're all interconnected. It's not like Malarkey and Robisky. This is a this is an organization that is very very much on the same page. That's what I think people are forgetting here on A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios in our uh in our fantastic uh uh what, what do I want to call this the, the rising estate in downtown Nashville in the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. Uh yeah let's blame our boss that's a smart move says Jaron. Yeah he has to get off Vrabe says Derek I don't know or excuse me Cedric forgive me Cedric uh, five years of winning season, says Harp. Well, uh, Chris Harp. Well, that's not necessarily all Vrabel, but a big part of it is Vrabel's ego is showing, and the and if the defense doesn't improve next year, it's on him, says Christopher. Nobody's nobody's denying that. Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel's got a big old ego. Okay, hell, I've got an ego. Everybody in sports has egos. You have to have egos to do these jobs. Okay, you have what for just from my perspective, I have to have an ego to think that all of you. What, what is there? There's 156 of you in here right now between uh, Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch, okay? I have to I have to know that on any given night, 150-plus of you are going to give a shit about what I have to say, and I'm going to say it with confidence because I know what I'm talking about. There's ego in that. Mike Vrabel is the exact, I mean, to a much, much you know higher-profile degree, Mike Vrabel is in the same position. Mike is a leader of men, tasked with being a leader of men. Mike Vrabel is somebody who knows that he is going to be listened to and is going to do things the way that Mike Vrabel wants to do them. It's the whole reason he's here. The ego is how you get to these positions. You can't hate the ego when it's the biggest reason, one of the biggest reasons why you continue to be successful. Don't you? You, you can't have them both, right? You can't have the. You can't love Mike Vrabel for when he says, "I'm going to fight." You know, if I thought fighting all the other coaches would help my team, I would fight every one of them. And then, and then throw the ego to the side when he makes a hire that you don't like, right? Like that's, you, you have to understand both sides of things. Mike probably doesn't realize that he's being evaluated too. We'll look back at this move since time's for life. No, Mike knows damn well what's going on. I, I, I would not, uh, I would not, um, I would not, uh, <laughs> I would not discount Mike Vrabel's self-awareness. Although, you know, I mean, like I said, he's, he's very much caught up in being Mike Vrabel, which I, you kind of want him to be. Uh, Joseph on Facebook says, I like 
Rabel, even though he can't spell Joseph, uh, Rabel's name correctly. That's okay. We'll forgive you, Joseph. Puka says, blinded by ego. Omar says, Vrabel stubbornness is the downfall of this team. Well, your team just went 11 and five and won the division. Like downfall, what, what, what down? Like, yeah, they pooped themselves in the, in the AFC, uh, division or wildcard round. It's not because of Mike Vrabel's ego. It's because the deep one, he made a bad coaching decision, uh, with, uh, with the punting on, on fourth and two from the, uh, from the Ravens 40 and two, Arthur Smith called a bad game. Like that's not the stubbornness of Mike Vrabel. That's them you know, choking, to be honest with you. Uh, I don't think that has anything to do with stubbornness. Uh, Preach says, Cedric, uh, let's see, Buck, you're a leader of men. I got to hit the hay. <laughs> Keep up the good work, man. I don't know about a leader of men, uh, but I could talk to you guys every night. That's fine. Do you think UT could get Bud Foster from VT to be the DC? What? What, Patrick, what? Do you see anything, ten- Patrick? Look around you. Do you see anything Tennessee volunteers in the questions that I've asked you? In the show rundown that I put together for you every night directly to, what is that? It's my left. I think I'm looking at this backwards. So this is, yeah, this is why technically it's my right, but it's your left. Patrick, do you see anything Vols related here tonight on the primetime show? If I was talking about the Vols, don't you think that you would see something Tennessee related? God love all of you. Your job is to listen, to watch, do it well. (laughs) Be better, Patrick. That's all I... Watch the tape and improve. It's okay. You had a bad night. You'll be better next time. I believe in you, Patrick. You're going to be great. Yes, Arthur did, says Cedric. McDaniel was my original choice. Never trusted Vrabel at the beginning. Earned my trust at AFC Championship. Now it's slipping away. Well, we'll save. Save that energy, Stephen, because we'll talk about Mike later on in the show. Uh, But first, let's talk about Todd Downing and Shane Bowen in relation to it. Who has the – which Titans coordinator has a harder job in 2021? Is it Todd Downing with the offense, or is it Shane Bowen with the defense? Let's talk about it here on A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. Which coordinator has the harder job in 2021? Is it Downing, or is it Bowen? Let me know. While you guys do that, I will tell you about the fine folks at Tennessee Heating and Cooling, 10HC.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. They're the best in the business. There's a reason that I trust them with my heating and cooling units for preventative maintenance, for improved air quality, just because I like good customer service. 10hc.com. That's T-E-N-N-H-C.com. Trust the best in the business at Tennessee Heating and Cooling here on the A to Z Sports Primetime Show, live from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. Harder in terms of what specifically, says Titans for Life. That's okay. I just mean... In terms of, you know, so so what so let's take let's take this piece by piece, right? Because they're not necessarily the same. Shane Bowen is tasked with improving a defense that was terrible, right? Improving a defense from being historically bad on third down, being wretched when it comes to taking down the quarterback, allowing uh, I think it was like the I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but at the fourth most passing touchdowns of any defense last year, like they were trash in the red zone, they were giving up chunk plays. Even as the defense was largely designed to not give up chunk, chunk plays, they were bad, not quite from top to bottom, but damn near, right? So Shane Bowen is tasked with improving a wretched defense. Todd Downing is tasked with maintaining, if not improving, an offense that was tops in the league, among the best, top five, top four, hell, when it comes to points per game, uh, yards per game, total offense, touchdown scored, 
Arthur Smith's offense slapped, okay? Todd Downing is tasked with maintaining, improving, and not ruining the best thing that the Tennessee Titans do right now, or at least did last year, and trying to carry it over to next season. That's, that's I guess, what, what is the harder of the task? Improving the Titans' defense or not ruining the Titans' offense? That's the question for you guys on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Buck talks down to us like a disappointed parent, and it's hilarious. It's, tribe called it's only because I care. It's only because I love you guys. I want you to be better. Uh, watch the tape and improve. It's okay. You're going to have bad nights. I'm going to have bad. I don't I'm not perfect every night. Hell, I'm largely perfect uh, throughout any, or I'm not largely perfect. I'm largely imperfect every night. That's okay. I make mistakes. You make mistakes. It's just I'm the one with the microphone who can call you out for the mistakes. <laughs> but you guys, you know, you can mother F me to my face uh, there in the comments section. And, and sometimes I deserve it. That's totally fair. Uh, but I just want you to be better. That's all I want. Uh, I like uh, Todd Downing, says John Bell. Got a match. Smith, says Brad Duff. He is riding with Downing, has the harder job. Stofi on Periscope agrees. Jamie, as well, on Facebook, says the offense. Joseph, both the way this fan sees it. Um, well, you know, that's I, I get that, but you have to pick one. This is the game. Bowen hands down for Omar. John Bell, says Bowen. Uh, Shane, got to let them play more like Pease did, take some of the pressure off. That's from Cedric. Uh, Bowen, was that was hiding behind Vrabel all year, Vrabel said, from good to great, defense went from good to awful. Vrabel should have to answer if they are bad again. That's from Tommy, is it Hammer? What a great name, Tommy Hammer, on Facebook. Bowen could flip a coin and, and be better. So Downing says KDG71, Kenny on Periscope. And you know what? Kenny's right. Uh, because... Uh, Downing does have the more difficult job in 2021 because the defense sucked. The defense stunk. If they make even incremental improvements, the defense is better than it was last year. But the Titans' offense, that's the crown jewel. You can't afford to mess that up. How much pride do you guys take in Derek's 2,000-yard season? You know, I I think at the end of that play, you can watch uh, he and Michael Pruitt both uh, you know, running after the play and celebrating and finishing. Uh, they take a lot of pride and, and have a lot of joy in our team success. That's why I think it's so unique about, uh, you know, the guys we have on offense. They're, they're just excited to watch each other succeed. They, they don't care who it is uh, that's producing. We just we just want to put up points and score and do what we can to help the team win. David Beauclair. Uh, Anthony Ferkser is one of the guys who has helped offset the absence of Adam Humphreys in the slot. Has that been, is that a fairly natural move for him to that position or is, is he had to learn a whole bunch of different stuff along the way here the last several weeks? He certainly has a good understanding of, of the game and of coverages and, and, you know, where he needs to fit in, in certain uh, concepts and, I think Ferk's done a nice job. You know, everybody's always looking to improve. And, and I think he has that growth mindset and brings it each week in practice. And uh, it's been fun to see him get some production out of it. Is he maybe a little faster than, than we might think that he's able to, to, to get open from, from that area too? I, I won't give him that. I won't say he's too fast. I'll just say that he, he does a nice job of executing the things we ask him to do. So that is your new offensive coordinator. That is Todd Downing, formerly Titans tight end coach, and he who will have the more difficult job come next season in trying to maintain the Titans offense. It's no small feat. 
Uh, so Bookie Fresh disagrees, saying no, it's more difficult for Bowen has to build up the defense, whereas Downey or excuse me, whereas Downing is handed keys to an elite offense. But yeah, that's the thing, Bookie. I, I think you're we're, we're looking at this from different perspectives because I saw somebody. Eric North says the goal isn't for the defense to be slightly better, though. You can't go from 29th to 27th and feel like that was a success. It's not. And and that point is well taken. But they don't have to be much better than 27th. Like Mike Herndon, uh, my buddy from Broadway Sports, had a great stat uh, or a great uh, handful of stats. What was that? Sunday on Twitter. No, yesterday. Yeah, Sunday on Twitter. This is what Mike said, at Mike Miracles. This is beating a dead horse at this point, but here are the regular season DVOA rankings for each of the four conference championship participants on both sides of the ball. So that's the Bills, the Chiefs, the uh, the Buccaneers, and the Packers. Their offenses, first, second, third, and fifth, okay? High up there. Defenses, 17th, 22nd. You have the fifth overall defense by DVOA in there, and the 12th. If you can get to 22, if you can get to 22, you have as good a shot as anybody in the final four. It doesn't have to be from 29 to, to 10, right, in terms of defensive efficiency. It doesn't have to be that that stark of a jump. It just has to be substantially improved, yes, but it does not, not have to be a monumental improvement. Offense in this NFL matters vastly more than in any other time in the history of professional football. Your defense just has to be competent. And it says a lot, honestly, about the Titans' offense that they were able to, you know, largely get by without, with incompetence on defense and survive and thrive. Go wide receiver. Uh, I want a pass rusher worth taking, says Tyreekus on Facebook. It has to be good enough, says Tribe Call Quest. It just has to be good enough. It cannot be historically bad. We know this. Honestly, top five, says OG Will Aiken. Uh, I hope you're not talking about the defense. That's not necessary at all. But why I'm saying Todd Downing has the harder job is because the offense, you cannot afford to mess up. You cannot afford to to squander the gifts that you have been given. Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, A.J. Brown, maybe Jonu Smith. I'm more, I'm leaning more likely that John is going to be back than any of them. Uh, an offensive line that's largely in place. We'll see what Lawan looks like when he gets back from the ACL. Uh, but you have a roster on that side of the football that is primed and ready to go. 30-plus points a game last season. They were spectacular. They were fourth in the NFL, 30.7 points per game. It was tremendous. And and that no, you know, that's not counting the 13-point stinker that they put up in the playoff game, their lowest scoring output of the year. But Todd Downing cannot afford to wreck this offense. The offense needs to perform at that level for the Titans to be able to, to uh to uh make uh to make improvements mediocre can get you there though says og will i can yes mediocre defense can get you there uh thanks for changing my mind on shane bowen promotions just karen listen no i'm not trying to change anybody's mind because uh what what texas sports 1015 says is buck out here making excuses for brable and bowen i'm disappointed um no i don't think i've done that at all in fact i've said that you can blame them across the board uh I've been saying that for weeks that this was going this was going to how how this come down and I've explained to you very much why. That's not making excuses. I'm explaining the rationale of the person who promoted it. You're allowed to look at it as skeptically as you want. I think that there are I I honestly I'm more skeptical of Todd Downing than Shane Bowen cuz I know what I'm getting with, with Shane Bowen, right? I, I have an idea. 
I don't know what I'm getting with Todd Downing. I know that Todd Downing's one year as an offensive coordinator was a resounding failure. It got it helped get the entire Jack Del Rio staff fired a year after winning 12 games. I'm not saying that top that Shane Bowen doesn't deserve scrutiny. They all deserve scrutiny at any given point. It's the whole reason that I'm here uh, to to do this job. The whole reason I'm in these press conferences. I'm starting to think Vrabel paying you, says Tyreekus. No, if if Mike Vrabel was paying me, I would have a much nicer. I would have. I mean, I have a nice house. It's a it's a new house. Um, I would have a much nicer house, and I would have a much nicer car. Uh, but I'm going to get a nicer car, courtesy of Two Rivers Ford. I would have many many more nicer things. Uh, no, Mike Vrabel does not pay me. In fact, I'm very very proud of the ability to not be on the payroll of any NFL team, so I can say when things suck and when things don't. And so Tyreekus, if you are convinced. That I am too uh, that I'm too rational for your from your perspective. That's fine. You are allowed to disagree, and you are allowed to be wrong every time that you're going to be wrong, Tyreekus. Because there's a reason that I talk about things the way that I do. Because I'm taking it from both sides. I'm evaluating it rationally, reasonably, reasonably, and I'm here to blow you up when you guys say stupid stuff. I say stupid stuff. People like Texas Sports 1015 light me up. People like Tyreekus light me up. When you say stupid stuff, it's my job to police that, at least in this small community. So I don't say stupid stuff because I'm not on Mike Vrabel's payroll. Anybody who's been in here long enough knows that. Vrabel has lots of faith in his crew, says William. That's true. Uh, be careful, Buck. Gary Ashton will come for you. Shrug. <laughs> no, I have a lovely house. I really do. Um, it's it's Well, it's not new anymore. It was new in 2019. Yeah, I've been in this house for about a year. Anyway, Texas Sports ten uh, Texas Sports going to catch these hands, says <laughs> Connor. No, we will call off the dogs. Uh, love you, bud, but I'm going to need a piece of that check. <laughs> no, I love you, Tyreekus. That's a good comment by you. I, you know, look, look. I, I don't, I don't do checks, but I'll Venmo you. <laughs> the minute Mike Vrabel pays me a dollar for anything, I will Venmo you. That, that is Tyreekus. That is my, that is my promise to you. It's like my agent. You'll get. I have an agent. He works very hard for me. He gets 10% of my of my paycheck because of how hard he works for me. The minute that Mike Vrabel pays me uh, whatever it is, I will give you 10%, the same 10% that my agent would get because, because I'm that kind of guy, Tyreekus. You'll, you'll know I'll, I'll put it out publicly. I'll put it on Venmo. I'll put it on Twitter, whatever you want, Tyreekus. I'm here for you, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to need a piece of that check. Outstanding. Uh Mediocre defense can get you to the final four, but it won't beat the Chiefs and get you to the bowl, says OG Will. Like yeah, I mean, listen, I I don't know who's beating the Chiefs. Like, I think you can be as good as you want uh for the Titans and, and not, you know, not beat the Chiefs. Um, I don't think anybody's beating the Chiefs for quite some time. Did you see my video? I went down there to to the St. Thomas Sports Park. They wouldn't let me in. I did not see that, Tyreekus, but of course they wouldn't let you in. Why why on earth would they let you? <laughs> <laughs> but giving out money, says Johnny Lee. Yeah, money for everybody. No, no, money for everybody, courtesy of DraftKings Sportsbook. Here in the DraftKings Sportsbook studio, use that promo code A-T-O-Z Sports. Here on A to Z Sports, prime time. Okay, let's put a bow on this. Let's wrap it up. Let's talk about Mike Brabel, because we have spent a lot of time talking about Mike Brabel, but not specifically about the head coach. I want to know from you guys, in the comment section on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch, which direction is Mike Frabel trending as the head coach of the Tennessee Titans? Let me know on Facebook Live, on YouTube, on Periscope, on Twitch TV, wherever you want to tell me which direction Mike Frabel is trending. Stock up or stock down. You are entitled to your opinion. We will enlighten you. You will hear from the head coach momentarily here on A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. 
right after I remind you about the person who put me, not just in these studios, but in my dream address without the stress, the big homie, Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, official real estate agent of the Titans, official real estate agent of the Preds, even as bad as they stunk it up tonight. Uh, the Tampa Bay just absolutely smacked them around. But what you will not, uh, what will not happen to you is you will not be smacked around by the Nashville real estate market when you trust the Gary Ashton team. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, they're the best in the business. They're based here in Middle Tennessee. They're not trying to come in and pirate your Nashville real estate because it is a thriving real estate market. Pandemic or not, people are still buying and selling homes. People are still wanting to move to Nashville, damn sure. People out, uh, tourists like me who have now made this city my home for five years. GaryAshton.com. You get your dream address without the stress if you trust them. If you are on the market to sell your home, plenty of people moving in from out of town, they can help you sell for more at GaryAshton.com. How are you going to crack a joke and go straight to a live read, Buck? <laughs> You're the goat. <laughs> Listen, uh, the, Dom, you guys, you guys, you, Dom's been around here long enough for certain. You guys know how this show works. I, uh, I do, I do the things that, you know, I try to make this a, a, a pleasant and a fun environment and experience for everybody. So, you know, I'm going to tell you about the people that make this show free for you, but also I'm going to make some jokes. I'm going to have some fun. You're going to have some fun that much. I promise you. And if you can't have fun, you can have fun making fun of me and we'll have fun together. <laughs> Laughing with me, not at me. Most days here on A to Z sports prime time from the DraftKings Sportsbook. Studios. He's trending upwards, says Eric North, which may not be a popular opinion. Uh, Eric says, I mean, AFC championship game won the division, but damn it, let us have our moment at being mad at him for this DC hire. You're entitled to do so. Is Vrabel coming on live, says Connor? You know, I, I hit, I'll hit Mike up and uh, and and see what his, uh, you know, Mike, Mike Vrabel is golfing God knows where and, and enjoying his offseason as well he should, as well as everybody in the NFL should, for as hellish as this year has been. Um, you know, not that no, nobody cares that multi-million dollar athletes and coaches and and not, not that I'm a multi-million dollar media member, maybe not yet, but, uh, <laughs> would, but you know, nobody cares that, that the season was long and taxing because everybody's got hardships in their life. But I will say to you uh, that Mike Vrabel deserves some time off. So I will let him have some time off before I start pestering him for appearances. But, you know, we'll, we'll see if we'll see if the head coach won't stop by. Anytime soon. Uh, I'm calling it within three years. We make a Super Bowl, says John Vargas. Vrabel will learn from his mistakes. I mean, he hadn't made many, honestly. Like, I'm not, I'm not, you know, the Tyreekus thinks I'm on the payroll. I don't, there's not a whole lot to criticize. There's some stuff, of course, to criticize Mike Vrabel for. There will always be stuff to criticize coaches uh, like, like Vrabel for. But he's been solid, more than solid. He's been much better than anything that you've had, at least in the last 10 years. Certainly in the last five while I've been here. Uh, he's leveled off says, uh, is it Jamie or Jaime? I always, I always get mixed up. Forgive me. Um, either way, uh, he has leveled off. I'll say trending up because we did win 11 games says John, the eternal optimist, but it's not a steep slope. Hold the line on variable diamond hands, Dom diamond hands, <laughs> but you can't trade stock on, uh, you know, no free ads for Robin hood, but I bet you can't trade variable stock there. When was the last John Robinson zoom says Robert White Stewart. Oof. Um, Maybe when they cut Vic, it's been a minute. No, when they when they sent Isaiah, you know, away from the team. But actually, I don't know because I think he just. I think we just got emailed a statement from John. I don't necessarily. I don't want to tell you the wrong thing. I have to think it's been since Vic Beasley got uh, got cut. 
but I'm not sure. It's been much sooner than that. Maybe, maybe Isaiah Wilson suspension. Although I do think that I do think that they just put out a statement. I don't think we necessarily talked to John on Zoom about that. Uh, the buddies, this buddy system hire says Valentino. Uh, Shane Bowen's Twitter mentions are trending down. So Shrek, is he on Twitter? God help him if he is. Uh, Panda isn't making it through camp. He's a great game manager. He's the face of the team. See him dealing with the outbreak, not J-Rob, says Amy. Uh, let's see how these coaching moves pan out this year. He's either going up or down after, says Josh. Yeah, well, I'm not asking you after. I'm asking you now, Josh. Play the game. Uh, Vic Beasley was better uh, uh, pronounced with a J. So it's Jamie. Okay, forgive me, Jamie. There, there's a Jaime in here. There's a Jamie in here. Uh, I get I get mixed up. I know I've seen you guys regularly, both of you. So forgive me if I have uh, if I have mispronounced. Um, Jay, Jamie is in Lannister, says Evan. See why that's a good listen. There, there. What's what? It's the best line in the world. There are no men like me, only me. <laughs> Not to be a douche. It's too late. I've already been a douche. Anyway, here on A to Z Sports Prime Time, where is Mike Vrabel? Mike Vrabel trending stock up or stock down? Since everybody's talking about the GameStop and the and the and Wall Street and Reddit and uh, and hold the line and Diamond Hands, all of it. Buck feisty tonight. Says Puka. Well, yeah, I, somebody's got to be right. Not getting his mind right out partying. Says Jake Jones. Oh, you're talking about the panda. We're not talking about the panda. We're talking about Mike Vrabel. And Mike Vrabel, despite what many of you may think, even despite his 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 coarseness, his stubbornness, his uh, conviction, whatever you want to call it, Mike Vrabel trended up right now. Yeah, you know, I think that this thing kind of took a life of its own, Joe. And I, you know, I guess that it was really important, but. You know, you know, Shane Shane led the meetings. Shane led the walkthroughs. Shane called the defense. Um, and, and and again, I think we get caught up too much in um, in in titles. And and I and I and I I guess I apologize because you know, clearly didn't think it would would take on a a life of its own. And you know, we'll we'll coach better. We'll play better. Um, but those are things that we have to do in all three phases. You know, there were times that it looked like we put all three phases together, played really well. And then there were stints where, you know, we didn't do that. And, um, you know, we're, we're going to evaluate the the, the the roster and the coaching staff and you know, the plays that we run and, and, and the scheme that we have and you know, everything across the board, you know, because we ultimately didn't win a championship. You know, Ultimately, right, they didn't win a championship. And Mike Vrabel, the defense was not good. And largely, the reason that they lost in that playoff game was because of a bad Mike Vrabel decision. All of those things are so. But Mike Vrabel, no matter how you feel about him, has incrementally, each year that he's been here, improved the Tennessee Titans. You are now a regular contender. You have been to the playoffs back-to-back. You are somebody who is feared as a franchise in the NFL and respected because of your head coach, because he is respected, because of the talent on the roster, yes, because your GM is better than average when it comes to, uh, you know, when it comes to his peers. But Mike Vrabel has gotten the Tennessee Titans in a position where so many people this offseason were bitching about an 11-5 and season in the midst of a global pandemic. I've never seen anything like it, especially because I know what it looked like before. What, what I, when I got here... It was the Jared Goff. It was the the season when they were the worst team in football, when they were picking number one overall. They traded the, uh, the, the pick to the Rams, and Jared Goff was selected. They got Jack Conklin. They got Derrick Henry. And now the Titans 
not just because of Mike Vrabel, but good in many, many places. Good head coach with a blind spot, says Puka. Our offense is respected, not the defense yet, says John Vargas. There are a there, there nobody is perfect, right? But Mike Vrabel, since he has been here in three years as the Titans head coach, has only gotten this franchise in better position. So no matter what you think of the hires, he's doing better. He's stock up right now on A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. Promo code A to Z Sports uh, is what you use to make sure that you get in on all the action this Sunday. You know that we're going to continue to bring the action, continue to bring the heat. A great 615 session podcast coming to your feeds tomorrow. Ramon Foster, Ron Slay. We're going to have a banger of a podcast. It's going to be incredible. Subscribe, rate, and review wherever it is that you get your podcast. We're going to keep cranking out the content. I'll have more information about the coordinators online at a to z sportsnashville.com tomorrow. So keep an eye out for that. Great content on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, on Twitter. We're everywhere. At A to Z Sports, make sure you're following along with us. We're going to keep doing it. We're going to keep doing it with a smile on our face because we're not tired yet. Nor are our sponsors who make this show free for you. Make sure you take care of them. You support the people that support this show. Two Rivers Ford, DraftKings, the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, and Tennessee Heating and Cooling. Great businesses here in Middle Tennessee that are going to provide you great service because they're not tired yet. I will see you guys tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central Time or thereabouts with great energy, with great passion, and with a lot of great content to bring to you because I'm not tired yet. We will see you tomorrow night. Thank you, as always, for your your participation. Peace and love, fam. 8 p.m. Central Time is when we'll do the damn thing because we're not tired yet.